0: hello there we are live here from california my name is nick zangle and this is the season 11 episode 10 recap and react for real housewives of beverly hills this episode is titled affairs and accidents and if you are here live make sure to say hi in the live chat i see some of you were here early i see ben was here i see uc boss stopped in and said hi i hope everyone is doing well on this thursday this episode aired last night and like i said make sure to Tell me that you're here and give me your thoughts as we go through here, but before we get into this episode, I actually have an update from last week's episode, which was episode number nine, and it has to do with that episode airing or re-airing right before this new episode aired, and they actually showed a little bit more of that final scene with Erica and Kyle, and in that extra scene, we got a little bit more information out of Erica regarding her situation with her divorce and the revelations about her now ex-husband Tom in that she shared that she actually talked to her husband confiding in her son and basically him being her source of comfort and him telling her not to let this define her and so I thought that was interesting because I was very curious to know how Erica's son was going to react to this considering he is in law enforcement and this is a huge legal scandal with his now I guess ex-stepfather if you will. Um, so that was a quick update I wanted to share with you all that didn't air last week which would have been a big deal if it was aired. I would have sh- would have talked about it but it did not air until this week. So um, let me see who else is here. I see the Malibu Wolf is here. Hello. Make sure let me know if everything sounds good. I just want to make sure I'm not don't have the wrong setting on accidentally or whatnot. I double checked everything, so it should be good. But just give me a thumbs up or a, all good or anything in the chat as we go. But I'm gonna continue on. So we started this episode with the montage of all the girls in their homes packing for their girls' trip to La Quinta, and I see. Oh, hey, Violet. Good to see you as well. Make sure, like I said before, make sure everything's good um nastia is here as well hello nastia i'm doing well violet hope everyone else is doing well i know it's been a week since we've talked i didn't do any other lives this week so hopefully everyone is doing well but we are in block a which means like i said we started with the montage of all the girls getting ready to pack for their girls trip to la quinta which is where kyle has a Another home, and if you're wondering where La Quinta is, you're not familiar with California. It is basically right outside of Palm Springs, which is just east of Los Angeles in Southern California in the desert, kind of near where the Coachella. I guess it is the Coachella Valley, so the Coachella Music Festival is right in, right in that area. So that's a place where people stay when they're going to the festival. But we see here Lisa Rena with her dog in a cone. We then see Dorit packing with her son and daughter helping her pack, and this is her assistant there as well. And then we go to quick thing of Sutton on the phone with Kyle stressing about packing. Kyle saying they want mostly casual outfits, but they are going to dress up maybe one night. And we also learn that Erica Garcelle and Crystal are opting not to stay at Kyle's house in the desert, but want to stay in a hotel because I guess they feel more comfortable with that. Um, I don't know, I'm a little confused by this because I don't know how staying in a hotel with other strangers is better for COVID purposes. Maybe they're saying they're using that as an excuse to not have to stay in the same house as some of the other girls because we know they've had a few falling outs over this season so far. But And also considering that three of the people that are going to be there, Kathy, Dorit, and Kyle had just recovered officially from the virus a few weeks before they might be even safer to stay at the house but anyways i digress doesn't seem like a lot of that has made sense to me the whole time this whole pandemic has been going on been going on but whatever so kyle also tells sutton on the phone about what we saw at the end of last episode of erica breaking down in tears in front of kyle at the park and sutton kind of made a funny comment about how she's also in this episode she's going to be moving from one of kyle's properties which she's staying in in beverly hills to Another Cal property where they're doing their girls' trips. I thought that was funny. It's kind of true for this trip. So now we see Erica in her quote unquote clubhouse, is what she calls it, which is basically just her Erica Jane headquarters offices for the final time as she is no longer needing that expense in that space so she basically said she took all the furniture moved everything into her new house or her rental house which is the new headquarters for erica jane which is her stage persona pop star kind of alter ego if you will so we get flashbacks then to events and visits to this clubhouse over the years that she's had this clubhouse and erica then reiterates how she hasn't received a dime from Tom Girardi, her now ex-husband, contrary to what people want to believe and what people are saying in the internet online world. Erica then says that people forget that she can take care of herself and, and that it seems, although she is letting go of a space that gave her so much and is attached to her old life, she seems to be looking forward to the future and kind of just looking in front of her and not behind her because at this point she kind of has to so there's that but next we are now in Kyle's house in her Quinta house and she is facetiming with Garcelle who says she's actually going to be coming a day late because she is still shooting the talk show show she is a co-host of which is the real and we get flashbacks then to Kyle and Kim over the years who used to be a housewife on the show. Uh, in the desert and uh, as a place that they've gone to their whole life whether it's they went for Easter or different holidays or just for vacations and whatnot and so then we finally get some of the girls arriving which we see Lisa Renna arriving and they are kind of jumping for joy and obviously their hair and all that stuff is going around so I thought that was kind of funny so clearly they are excited to get out of Los Angeles area again after they went to Tahoe uh, a few weeks ago But Kyle is then assigning rooms this time. So there's not going to be any of that room picking drama that happens to a lot of the housewife trip things that go on. And so Dorit then arrives right after her. And there are then some switches to who is staying in a hotel and who is staying at the house. Then Kathy arrives with this big ass candle. It looks like a bucket. (laughs) And... um, I don't know what she was thinking it's a candy cane thing so it's clearly the holidays so maybe that was her thing but it's like a giant candle I don't think I've ever seen a candle that big but she then tells us that she doesn't really drive a lot by herself but for this trip she actually drove herself out to the desert to this house by herself and that just shows how much of an effort she's making to be a part of this group now they all start unloading all their their luggage and the groceries and we get actually a similar situation to the Lake Tahoe trip with people carrying their luggage inside and then Crystal shows up and Sutton pulls up in her Bentley with her driver Kathy with her uh, fan in her room to help her sleep and then what seems like dozens of bags of groceries for the weekend are being unloaded by Crystal and Sutton surprisingly together in the kitchen which kind of prompts them to compliment each other and in the confessional Sutton or Crystal says Sutton actually has reached out to Crystal since that incident last few episodes of them having a few falling outs and Sutton saying that Crystal's leather pants were ugly uh, in that whole meltdown and Sutton apparently has texted Crystal to reach out to say hello and so it seems to be appearing that things are getting a little bit better between Sutton and Crystal but I am not holding my breath. (laughs) On that one considering i keep they keep re- seemingly resolving things and then it keeps blowing up in our face but they exchange compliments with each other about their outfits and then crystal in her confessional says although they are doing better she is still happy that she is going to be staying at a hotel with locks on the door so this scene ends or this this block ends with kyle starting to make her quote-unquote famous lasagna which we will revisit in a few minutes but Lisa Renna is then text messaging Erica to see if she has made it in town or if she's very close to arriving. And Dorit updates the girls on what happened that morning with Erica's court appearance regarding the divorce and Tom. And all these legal things that have come out in recent weeks in real time when they're filming the show. So earlier that day was the court appearance and when it's brought up by Dorit... Kyle seems to have known about it and kind of just put it in the back of her mind and was like, oh yeah, I wonder what happened. But Lisa Renna acted very surprised as if she did not know that her friend Erica was going to a court appearance over the thing that is the most pressing thing in her life right now. So that was kind of interesting. I don't know if Lisa Renna was trying to pretend like she's not keeping track of the case or she really just forgot and didn't know or... I don't know, I don't know, maybe they're not as good of friends as we think, I don't know. But anyways, we learn from Derry, who's kind of retelling what happened, that Tom's assets had all been frozen that day because it was reported at the court hearing that at least $2 million in funds had been inappropriately used, and this block ends with Kyle gasping like, oh my god, I can't believe it. So, I'm going to get to your live chats now before we move on to the next block. So, let's see what everyone is saying. All right. Um, The Malibu Wolf says, didn't someone say Erica's son was living in the mansion during COVID? Um, I don't know. I don't remember hearing that. It might have been reported. I don't know. But clearly not now <laughs> because um, he's Erica's son. So, I'm guessing he's not. But... I had a feeling, I remember them saying he was out on his own and he has a, I think, I think he has a, a child too. I think Erica is like a grandmother. So from what I remember, so I don't know if that's, if I heard that or if that's true or not. But anyways, looks like everyone's good in chat. So let's move on to the, oh, this, by the way, was them in the kitchen. I forgot to change the, and they were all kind of huddling around reading an article. And now we are back where we left off, which was where deree I think personally this is where she is going to earn her her pay as a housewife and her title as a main housewife this season by not holding back about Erica whether it is filling in details not being shared by Erica directly or her kind of retelling what is out there publicly at the time and also kind of pressing Erica when she is opening up and kind of getting her to say more and more on camera because so far Dorit has kind of been just instigating in the background like a friend of a housewife and her and Kyle's spat between each other seemed to kind of be a quick thing that's not really a main storyline. So uh, Dorit then starts painting the picture of imagining not being able to take your money and use it out of your own bank account. And she starts sharing what happened with her and her husband PK in the in the recent years when he was being sued by a former business partner and how derek got dragged into that but saying of course this with Erica seems to be a way worse way more serious situation and while I can imagine only imagine if you are being dragged into something how tough it could be that would be under the assumption that it is supposed to be your money or and it's not someone else's money that you stole so I don't feel bad if you stole money and your assets get frozen because it's all stolen assets. So just my my thought on that. But Dorit then continues by sharing how a medical evaluation uh, may be done on Tom because he is not quite understanding the gravity of the situation. Now, this comment of, of, of Dorit's lines up with what Erica shared last episode about Tom's deterioro- deteriorating health in recent years and Erica kind of confessing to Kyle at the park how uh, Erica really tried to make this or address that issue and and she kept getting shut down by Tom so we then get a quick uh flashback to Erica or quick move to Erica arriving in town with her dog who is pooping on the lawn <laughs> as Erica's kind of reading or to read sorry is reading the article as we see here with the girls and they're in the kitchen of course at kyle's house and lisa renna in her confessional then says the most disturbing part is the two million dollars that was supposed to go to orphans and victims of the plane crash and she says it in a tone that is clearly kind of making her like sick, sick to her stomach and her saying it out loud is very hard to to stomach so then crystal and kathy are all in the kitchen as well and they're kind of saying that they hope that the opposite of what is being reported is true and that they still are kind of holding on to hope that this is all just kind of not real and not factual and that you can't believe everything you read which is something that was a theme uh, at the lunch where erica first met the girls after announcing her divorce so at this point there are mixed reactions from the girls and then crystal in her confessional says that she thinks that two million dollars to someone as rich as Tom is nothing and normally you just write a check to make this type of thing go away but Crystal clearly is seeing that this is not going away so Crystal says she thinks all of this is very confusing to her. Now Kyle confirms to the girls in the kitchen what Erica told her about kind of pushing Tom to get checked out because he clearly was deteriorating in health as far as mentally goes um and erica is then on the phone or at least calls erica and says are you going to be here soon and erica picks up saying i'll be over in a few minutes i'm going to change my clothes and i'll be right over so then crystal we kind of move on from this for now and crystal then starts making cocktails for everybody the girls go sit down for a bit and then kathy shares in a lighter uh <laughs> uh topic that this is a once in a 600 year eclipse that was going to happen that night so if you remember what date that eclipse happened at the end of 2020 let me know then that will give you a timeline of what day this was filmed on but to is then on facetime with her son jagger who um, it's kind of funny because he asks uh Why are you so lucky, mommy, to be in the Palm Springs house, and I'm stuck here in this boring house? Referring to their their home, (laughs) and and, you know, and I just wanted this. I wanted to put this in here because I like continuing to see Dorit talking to her kids because we saw her struggle with her son in the first few seasons of his of her being on the show with his speech delays, and so clearly he is not having problems (laughs) expressing himself anymore. And Dorit then shares that he is sometimes a little too outspoken, but. I would venture to guess that Dereed is probably way more happy to have him speaking too much than not at all considering the struggles of his early early developmental years that we're seeing now kind of that he's moved past so I thought that was really, really fun to see. So we see the girls are prepping dinner in the kitchen and Lisa and Kyle are making some sexual innuendos about the eggplant and cucumber that they are cutting up. Crystal and Sutton are then at the bar together shockingly, uh, being cordial with Kyle kind of making a joke on the side and that it's all fun and games until someone returns your jacket, which is here you see Lisa Renna laughing and thought that was funny, but Kyle then asks if they got chopped onions at the grocery store for her famous, famous lasagna. And this prompts Kathy to ask, well, you don't put onions in your lasagna. To which Kyle said, well, you haven't had my lasagna because we haven't been talking for a long time until recently. So they kind of go back and forth and revisit their up and down relationship over the past few years. And we end this block with Erica again arriving at the house with this dark cloud over her. But everyone is hugging and complimenting how good she looks. All right, let's get back to your live chat. Excuse me. Um, The Malibu Wolf says, not for nothing, but I remember thinking Tom seemed a little off the last time he was on. So that is going to come up in a few seconds. I I think I will just get right into it since everyone seems to be good in the chat. And so that is going to come up right now. So or in in the next few blocks. So block C starts with Erica, like we see here, still making her entrance. And the girls saying they are there for her. And she says, in a way... That looks like she is going to sneeze. I'll show you that picture. This is her. (laughs) Which it's not. It was kind of funny seeing it. Because it it looked fake. But it's not a funny situation. But maybe this is her trying not to cry face. I don't know. But it was like she was going to sneeze. I don't know. But she says it is not okay. And it won't be okay for a while. And so they all kind of sit down at. And have a drink. And Erica says her interacting with. Um, Dorit and others who have recently had the virus uh, is the least of her worries because they were all worried about giving her a hug and whatnot. But Lisa Renna then in her confessional says that you look at Erica and you know what her life was like and you thought maybe she was set for life. But then she adds that you never know what can happen in life and, and what's really going on. So Erica then starts to open up about the court appearance from that morning, which she says She didn't attend in person because it is a federal case that was filed in Chicago and that was after Sutton kind of asked why it was in Chicago. But then Kathy asks Erica, have you talked to Robert Shapiro, who I've heard that name before and from what I understand he is a very well known attorney who I believe is connected to the Kardashians somehow, they're they're I guess a family friend because Robert Kardashian I guess they knew each other in the legal field. And Kathy stated that he is like a family member to them and of course they all know the Kardashians so it all makes sense. But Erica says that she knows Rob, knows Bob, Robert, but doesn't know if he is team Tom or not because she's saying there is a lot of that picking sides which makes sense in a divorce where a household is splitting up and Tom is a very powerful person. So Erica then again confirms that she has not spoken to Tom since the day that she dropped him off at work. He got served the papers and then she moved out of their Pasadena house. So she then goes on to say that she is actually slightly relieved because his lawyers are bringing up his mental wellness because she said no one would listen to her when she said he was deteriorating over time. And so Erica then says that she is just so drained and... I can only imagine if all this is going on in your life and Sutton says the same thing and I think Derit does too how could you not feel drained with all this hanging over your head whether it was caused by you or not it would be stressful for anyone I think but Derit then opens up about her experience with her PK her husband getting sued we already talked about that earlier but Derit then says it is very common for spouses to not know all the business dealings of who they are married to And this kind of prompts a conversation about the basis of marriage being being about trust and Kathy says that she trusts her husband to the point where she would basically sign anything that he put in front of her as far as the document goes because she trusts her husband. Now I don't know about you because I, I haven't been married so I don't know if that is sound advice but when I am married I don't know if I would follow that advice or advise my spouse to follow that advice. Let me know what you think of that idea if you're married to someone are you married would you just sign anything because you trust your spouse that much granted maybe most of us won't be in a position like tom and erica or like kathy hilton with that much influence and connections and wealth and, and whatnot associated with us i don't know let me know what you think um let me make sure the chat's are good uh okay um and then erica shares the inconsistencies of how people in the media and how people in general are characterizing her from one minute being this bimbo gold digger to the next minute being this financial mastermind in a matter of days after this all this information came out and so Dorit in her confessionals, says she doesn't she never thought that Tom married Erica for her accounting skills So I want to add that to the list of things I'm curious to know what Erica thinks when she watches the show back before the reunion see what everyone's saying kind of in their confessional. But even if that's assuming that Erica even watches the show this season, considering what she's going through, probably doesn't want to relive it any more than she has to. And considering she's not doing any promotional stuff for the show, she didn't show up to the launch or to the premiere party. She hasn't been doing interviews. She hasn't even been doing Bravo shows. So, I don't know. Maybe we'll get her first take uh, in the reunion if she shows up to the reunion. Who knows? So, we see Kyle and Crystal are now in the kitchen as the girls are here uh, at the sofa Um, finishing up making dinner and kind of whispering about what is going on with Tom and Kyle is kind of filling in crystal on the past few times that they've interacted with Tom which um, this is what I said I was going to get to and we do get flashbacks from Tom being on the show the last time where he was kind of snapping at Erica and kind of in a, a little more aggressive kind of mean way and this is when the conversation shifts to A similar topic, but a little more serious in regarding Sutton and kind of the weirdness around this time of year for the holidays when it's a time that you're reminded of other holidays where you were going through tough times. And we learned that Erica is still trying to kind of decorate for Christmas and do a little bit here and there to still have some sense of enjoyment. But this really prompts uh, Sutton to share, excuse me, about her How her father actually committed suicide via gunshot two days before Christmas that year. And she was 32 at the time and says, talk about a sucky Christmas and a sucky holidays. And it happened to be also her mother's first day of retirement. So she, her mom, was home when this all happened and her mom was actually the one that found her dad dead. And so we then get some flashbacks to last season when... Sutton was opening up to her mom after her mom did not show up to her store opening, which we saw last season, and was upset because um her father's handwriting, Sutton's, is the handwriting for Sutton, the name of the store, the logo. And so then Sutton Sutton shares also that at that time when her dad had committed suicide, that was her nine months old nine-month-old's nine first Christmas and also that they had known that her father was not doing well and he had actually been in the hospital a few times before finally taking his own life. And so I just hope I don't ever have to deal with that or anyone close to me or anyone else has to deal with that for that matter. Uh, but Sutton then shares with Erica basically that keeping those traditions up, even going, reminding you of those hard times, helps her even though it reminds her of those those tragedies. And she says... That she likes to bring up her father because it keeps his spirit alive and I think personally that is a great outlook to have because although someone isn't walking here on earth the memories and all that stuff helps them to live on and to to keep us connected in some way and remember that we are their legacy so I thought that was really really powerful powerful of her to open up about and this this whole scene ends with Sutton basically saying if I can get through my father's tragic death and i think erica can get through what she's going through but again that is under the assumption that erica is wrongfully getting dragged into this and is innocent which confirmation of one or the other for this is still up in the air at this point but erica ends the scene by thanking sutton for sharing all this and let's get to your live chat okay what is everyone saying about this there's a lot to digest in a few seconds violet says the kardashians are so sad i am armenian and armenian and people seem to misunderstand my people and our background so are you saying uh violet that the kardashians are sad because they're giving armenian people a bad bad uh a bad look let me know what you think of that or let clarify on that one nastia says i feel most marriages are like that especially long marriages and yeah, and that's the thing that's that I go back and forth on is, of course, I want to be a, have a spouse that I trust to the point where I can trust them with anything. But then you see examples like this. Of course, it's a different set of circumstances for everybody. But you see something like this, and you wonder maybe you should always look out for yourself, no matter what, no matter how much you trust someone, just to make sure. You know, I I don't know. Um, Nastia continues, and marriages where they share kids yeah i feel like if you that's the thing with erica she had a buy her own child from a previous relationship but uh uh tom was the stepdad but he i think has kids of his own too from prior relationships if i'm not mistaken so i don't know it's a t- tough situation i do not envy envy that um that decision if you find out all this stuff is coming out but Um, violet you said i would because i would trust him if i've known him and we've been through a lot people in reality tv ruin the true meaning of marriage relationships and use it for profit the good values will push through and i think that that's very very true yeah and and but also this also may uh, confirm kind of what i said last week which was If she went into the marriage trusting him, knowing him as one person, and then in recent years his, because of what we're going to talk about in a few seconds, which is the accident that was the name of the episode, something started changing in him and he started becoming a different person, that to me legitimizes the divorce and gives her a lot of grounds to get a divorce. And so I think the people calling it a sham divorce simply because of her maybe finding out about this information because like you said if you trusted him as this stand-up guy and this really good lawyer who's fighting for victims and is really smart and really quick and really whatever and then things start turning i don't see how that's not grounds for divorce when things change but anyways everyone can have a different opinion the malibu wolf says what about her mom said she didn't miss him yeah oh yes yes yes. about sutton's mom yeah last season saying that she does not miss the father i thought that was pretty pretty uh uh i would say pretty open of her to admit that um clearly like what they said she's very mad at him for taking his life and i guess that is what contributes to her not missing him after he committed suicide but I don't know that that was kind of that's shocking to me, but I, I guess she's being honest because I don't know why you would lie about that. So, uh, yeah, that was quite interesting to to hear that take. So, I don't know what how you get to that point, and I, I don't envy that, like I said before. So, let's see. Malu Wolf has one more comment saying, I can see Tom controlling all of the money. Oh, of course, and we're hearing that now, we're going to hear more in a few seconds about um, erica opening up more about their marriage so we'll get right into that right now but let's go on so one second and i'm going to take a sip of water and then we'll move on all right we're back so the next scene starts with a little lighter with Kathy and Kyle in the kitchen Kathy's kind of being the big sister kind of baby and Kyle on how to cook Kathy is playing a prank on the girls over stale bread that was left over from her brother-in-law Mauricio uh, from the week before by putting it on the table and kind of trying to get them to eat it even though it's like hard as a rock but Lisa Rena then comes out in this sequin jumpsuit which let me know what you think of this But Dorit changes her clothes as well, helps Kathy get her suitcases up the stairs, and Kyle then makes fun of Kathy's table setting of a lemon used as a paperweight for the napkins and the bowl of stale bread. Now, we get a little bit more of a peek into Erica's new life as well when Lisa, Lisa Renna, then goes to check the temperature of the hot tub water, sparking a conversation about heating a pool. And how Erica in her new rental house has a hot tub but only heated the pool for three days when she got the bill for how much it cost to heat the pool and now says that she's not heating the pool anymore because she's the one actually seeing and paying the bills and it's a change after 15 years of heating the pool at their Pasadena, Pasadena house and never using it but she never saw the bill and never realized how much it cost. So, I actually think this is very honest and relatable of Erica because I don't know about you but this is how I think most people live who have to pay their own bills and see their own bills. This also prompts Lisa Renna to share how Harry Hamill and her husband sometimes has to keep her in check as far as spending goes. But we are now back in the kitchen and Kyle and Kathy are there and Kyle is dropping all the spices from the spice cabinet on the ground and breaking the glass bottles. To which Kathy asks if Kyle has a dust buster, quote unquote, to which Kyle kind of makes fun of her for calling it a dustbuster, saying, I want to read in the 70s. And <laughs> Kathy then, you can see here, gets a barbecue scrubbing brush out of the drawer to try to sweep up the, gr- the, the glass from the ground. And Erica then saves the day out of all people with an actual broom and dustpan saying, I love to sweep. And so... I thought just this is the funny scene, and it ends the whole this whole block with us hearing Kyle breaking another spice bottle. So that was the end of this block. But um, let's see what everyone's saying. Um, Violet says, "Yeah, that's what I meant. They made people have negative views and assuming we are desperate for money, which takes away some remarkable history." And I want to know Violet too about along the Kardashian line. If you guys are just joining, what you think of them? eventually coming around as far as the kardashians go to showing and visiting uh, armenia and talking about the armenian genocide and kind of being advocates for that uh, on the show let me know in in the chat we can talk about it towards the end but let me know if you think that kind of helped you make up for it or if they still uh, did a lot of damage let me know um the malibu wolf says great scene of the two sisters laughing needed kim yes Uh, i think i would like to see actually you bring up a great point i would like to see kim make an appearance again at some point with kathy and kyle hopefully they'll do a scene together but it sounds like kim's kind of in her own doing her own thing and and doing well at least so i think as long as she's doing well it it would be cool but um, i do like that dynamic of housewives in general when there is kind of a family dynamic and you can see it's genuine and it's just relatable normal stuff so i completely agree with you the malibu wolf Nastia says, Kathy using a grill scraper as a broom, gosh, she is committed to this dumb blonde personality or persona. Yes, and at the beginning, I think it was quirky, but now I'm starting to think it's a mix of quirky and her knowing that that's kind of her shtick and what makes her relatable. and She's trying to come off that way, so I don't know. I think it could be a combo of her just being kind of ditzy in some ways and, and, and whatnot, but anyways... All right, let's move on to the second to last block, which is them finishing up making dinner and dishing up to go sit and eat on the open air dining table under the desert night sky overlooking the golf course. And I think it is actually a nice thing to see for a change to see them having to make their own meals and drinks and having to set the table themselves, even though it is not what they are used to. And so I think I see Kyle then join the table last by sharing that her daughter had just texted her that Drake, the rapper, is following Lisa Renna on Instagram and that Kyle needs to step up her game. To which Lisa is saying she didn't even know who Drake was when he followed her because his uh, handle is Champagne Poppy. And Lisa calls it Pappy, not Poppy. And they all kind of correct her. And it's, it's kind of funny. One of those, those was like, Lisa Renna, she's cool and been around for so long that she's kind of out, of out of the loop in some ways but crystal basically says that is i'm jealous and i wish he was following me but now they are all because it's like we said earlier this is an eclipse night so they're all harnessing the power of the eclipse by lighting a candle and blowing it out as they let go of some things from the past and manifest new things for the future and this then leads to more of erica sharing about her divorce and legal troubles at the table where this is where things turn because in erica's confessional she is saying that she would basically give anything at this point as she's kind of doing this eclipse thing ritual to help her situation and help her through it except going to confessional at the church and um she says i'm not going to confess as kind of like a kind of a joke But I almost want to believe she's not joking, meaning she doesn't want to say anything to potentially get her in trouble. So I want to know what you think of her kind of joking about going to confessional and not being the one thing that she wouldn't do to make her situation better. Let me know. So the girls actually start asking her questions about what happens, what's going to happen to Erica Jane, because that is her kind of company and her, her persona. Erica answers, That she doesn't know and shares about her having just ended her lease in her other clubhouse and Dorit kind of mentioning what was reported in the news which was that Tom does not want to give Erica any spousal support and Erica and Kathy and everyone kind of chimes in saying well even the richest man in the world will want things back in a divorce and this had me kind of turning my head kind of questioning critically is it really that tacky for someone in a divorce to want some things that are theirs back? and the reason I ask this is because from my understanding a lot of the reason people are first generation generationally wealthy assuming they didn't inherit money or get it in some way that they didn't work for, the mindset of that meaning wanting to keep what you've you've earned or whatnot of course this is assuming at this point Tom actually earn all of that money not that it was mostly stolen stuff but i thought that mindset was the way that people built wealth so let me know what you think is it tacky if you're getting a divorce to kind of play these games if the person your spouse left you Um, let me know what you think of this Uh, but they then start asking her with all these legal troubles after the divorce filing meaning of tom and his firm do do they think that or do they think Erica thinks that Tom will want to rush this divorce part of it through to kind of get it over with to have him then tackle the rest of the legal troubles and Erica says she doesn't really know and that there may be actually nothing of his left to split up or for her to get assuming that she was going to get anything anyway and so Erica th- says she thinks he should just turn in his bar card, meaning his license to practice law, and stop practicing law because he clearly is not well. So then Lisa Renna says and brings up that the last time she saw Tom, when they all went to their house, to Erica's house, to meet them uh, last season, I believe, he seemed fine, but maybe there was something going on and she didn't pick up on it, meaning Lisa after Lisa asked him about how long he had been practicing law and he kind of gave a very vague answer. So then Erica shares that Tom was getting more and more angry over the years as she would ask him things that she would normally ask him and not get that reaction to. And so that was part of the signs of him deteriorating in front of of her eyes and him getting more angry because he maybe was forgetting things or he knew he was kind of losing it and he that's the only way he was he was like Erica said he was kind of holding on even tighter and getting even more closed off and so this prompts Kyle and Crystal to share their experience with people in their lives that have dementia or Alzheimer's or something of similar some similar things and Crystal shares in particular that her father was the one in her life who had Alzheimer's and that it was a really cruel joke on the family to have to see him deal with this and that he would actually hit himself in the head and kind of be like get frustrated with himself when he would forget things and things started to uh, progress in that sense. So I thought that was really interesting to hear them talk about that. And it's really sad to to hear about those stories because it's just so heartbreaking for what I understand from everybody except for that person at some point. Um, but This is where Erica then brings up Tom's or Kyle I think brings up Tom's car accident from 2017 which we actually saw Erica talk about on the show and this gets revisited but with new insights from Erica and new information that we didn't know at the time and this is where things start turning as far as the girls supporting Erica and what's going on because Erica is really now opening up about things regarding this accident that are shocking but confusing at the same time and are getting the girls to kind of start questioning okay what's going on here are we being told the truth so Kyle is the one that says that, that in her professional that that accident never came up again after she asked Erica about it because Erica is really good at avoiding topics she does not want to talk about so then we learned that Tom in accident was driving on a road with switchbacks kind of behind their Pasadena home and that somehow he was unconscious laying outside the car for 12 hours before he called Erica telling her where he was but Erica then says she told everyone at the time that he had hurt his ankle but he actually had also broken his shoulder and had head injuries after quote-unquote driving off the cliff meaning that back road switched back in their house and erica is clearly uncomfortable talking about this so i don't know if it's she's uncomfortable because she has to confess all this stuff she didn't tell before or it's embarrassing or maybe she's not telling the truth or she's fabricating this i don't know but she explains that somehow the car was up on the hill and that he ended up outside the car on the ground down the hill And that the car was totaled, we were told at the time. And so there's all these conflicting things going on, but Sutton actually says what we're probably all thinking, which is she's confused by this story. And she says that in her confessional because he drove off the cliff, but the car was higher up than Tom and was the car totaled or not. And, and all this stuff. But before we get to the final block, I want to see everyone's thinking about this. Um, Violet says, I get what you mean, especially how Turkey wants to kill the Armenian people in America standing with Turkey. Yeah. However, I'd rather have people not know who Armenians are than to think of Kim Kardashians. I mean, you have a good point. I mean, I, I you're completely entitled to that opinion. Fortunately, we don't have control over the Kardashians at this point. It seems like they're here to stay. So it is what it is, I guess, at this point. The Malibu Wolf says, Guilty or not, she has a lot coming down on her, and it was just before Christmas. Yeah, and I think uh, yeah, I think anyone, whether you're guilty or not, is a lot to handle. Um, I do think in the back of my mind though, if she knew she was guilty, would she be reacting this way? I'm trying to understand if guilty and her actions match, and I don't know at this point. I'm kind of confused a little bit um let's see the malibu wolf also said that accident story that the story was told so matter of fact die laughing are you talking about my retelling of the story or or hers but um yeah i think i'm with the girls as far as being a little confused on this story because it seems kind of weird and we're going to get into that right now with the f block which is the final scene which is erica still being questioned about this accident and saying that he finally called her after he didn't come home for, for 12 hours. And Erica says the reason she kind of didn't go looking for him or whatnot is because she assumed that he had been out with another woman. And Lisa Renna says in her confessional she does not know how Erica is processing all this and how she is still able to function because it's a lot going coming down on her. Erica then continues saying to the girls that they have no idea what she has been going through and kyle says very blunt blatantly saying this actually isn't the first time she's heard of tom being out or being seen out with other women and so kyle then says there was always gossip about everyone in the group to which she says something um, she didn't know if it came across the way or kyle says something that i don't think she maybe didn't know the way it was coming across or didn't mean it this way but she basically says in her confessional that she never thought tom would be the one cheating on erica she thought erica was tom's trophy wife so he should have been treating her like a trophy Now that's what kyle said Now, let me know what you think, but I thought trophy wife or the term trophy was kind of a derogatory term to call a wife, but let me know if I'm mistaken. I'm not sure if I'm understanding that correctly. I thought it was a derogatory term, but anyways, Uh, meaning like they're just kind of a, a side piece for you and you just stick them where you want them and they just sit there and be quiet and look pretty kind of thing. That's what I thought trophy wife meant, but I don't know. So Erica then continues by saying she never looked at any papers or his phone being suspicious of anything going on as far as him cheating or going behind her back doing things. But when Yolanda Hadid, who is a former Real Housewife of Beverly Hills, mom of Bella and Gigi Hadid, who are the supermodels that are all famous now, and she set the model for what Lisa Ren is doing with her daughters and whatnot, When Yolanda divorced David Foster, who's the record producer, Celine Dion fame, all the things. um, When they divorced, Erica says that's when she started looking at Tom's phone and found evidence of text messages and pictures over many years and that he was very sloppy in, in doing these things and he wasn't even trying very hard to hide things And that he didn't even deny that any of it was was happening because she said that he thought or she she said that she thinks he thought that she would not leave him no matter what and that he would just treat her like he owned her and would even tell her that it's his house, not their house that they were living in. So Erica then basically finished off this conversation by um saying thank you to all the girls for understanding and listening to her and she says that although she isn't okay right now she thinks she will be okay at some point so sutton then kind of shifts the conversation to kind of lighten things up by offering up dessert kyle and lisa then hug erica as kathy kind of watches on and they're all kind of just comforting her as she shared all this then sutton in her confessional says that this divorce and this whole storyline is like a movie that she would not want to be starring in and I completely agree with Sutton on that one. So the episode ends with them eating dessert and Lisa Renna basically sharing that that morning uh, her husband woke up and asked her how did Scott Disick end up in our lives and Lisa kind of in denial sharing with the group that she thinks that her daughter dating Scott Disick speaking of the Kardashians um, that she thinks they're still just friends but everyone's like. Lisa, you're in denial. They clearly are not just friends. Anyways, that ends the episode, but the preview is the preview for the rest of the season, which indicates that we're about halfway through, maybe a little less than halfway through the season at 10 episodes. So, the preview showed that, from what I see, all the people who have been kind of saying the girls are covering for Erica now that... Or are now going to have to eat their words because it appears that they are going to start questioning everything with Erica to her face. At least a lot of them are going to. And it also looks like Sutton and Kyle are going to fall out with each other. Garcelle and Dorit are going to fall out. And Erica says to Sutton, quote, If you ever call me a liar again, I'm coming for you. And that is not a threat, it is a promise. To which Sutton is clearly shaken up by this. So it looks like things are still going to get pretty, pretty crazy this season. So let's see how everyone is doing. Um, all right, Violet says, thank you for letting me share my opinion. I'm sorry for drifting off topic. No, it, I think it's on topic. I think it's, it's on topic because we have... Them knowing the Kardashians, them bringing up a lawyer who is relevant to the Kardashians. We have Scott Disick dating one of them, so I think I think it's it's um, uh, it's good. Ben says hello. The Malibu Wolf says something Yolanda said. I don't know if Erica wasn't very clear if Yolanda told her something like check check your guy's phone or or whatnot, but I think what Erica was saying was that at least that's so far what she's saying was that her seeing a marriage like Yolanda and David's fall apart and some of the allegations that came out about that uh, prompted her to say okay if their marriage is like this then maybe I should check in mine and I think maybe that's what she meant by that I don't know if it's true or not but uh, let's see the Malibu wolf says what do you think of Kyle's house I actually like that mediterranean i think it's mediterranean style like desert house um i love the open doors about it like where everything just opens up and you get that huge open concept open breeze especially in the desert of course at night when hopefully it cools down there or when it does or when it's a little more mild those times of years during the holidays like when they're there um i mean it's beautiful and it's on the golf course and their view is spectacular and i mean I wouldn't be complaining if that was my house. Uh, let's see. Uh, Violet says, "Thank you so much for your words." Oh, of course. Thank you for um, for sharing. I think this, that's why I love the live live stream and live chat because we all get to share kind of different perspective and enlighten each other and get something off our chest. So, with that said, while you guys are sharing your last few thoughts, I want to remind everybody and thank you for listening. If you are here live in the live chat for participating or if you're on the replay whether you're watching listening on youtube and commenting here or there um, or on rumble where you can comment as well or you're just listening to the audio on your favorite podcasting platform thank you so much for taking the time to check this out and make sure to click around the channel for any other content that you might want to check out before the next live stream or premiered video with a live chat in the coming days and next week let's see if you would like to be sure that you are able to join the live chat every time and be notified of premieres and whatnot uh make sure to head to the description of this episode or the description of the channel or or whatever the term is for that for that platform and there will be directions on how you can sign up for my free email list where I email you out the links to all the things ahead of time just in case whatever platform you like to to frequent doesn't send you the notification, or doesn't let you know, then that is the best way to get hold of us and it gives us another means of communication should one of the big platforms, something go wrong with that. So with that said, thank you so much and it looks like everyone has given their last thoughts already. Thank you to the Malibu Wolf, to Violet, to UC Boss, to Nastia, to let's see, I'm gonna make sure I get everybody. I think that was everybody. To Ben, thank you for being here as well. And I will talk to you in the next one. Bye bye. Have a good day.